So like, you know, like a couple of podcasts spring up like, you know, Muay Thai based in Australia from there. I was like listening to one today. Um, Striker Chat podcast. Yeah, this was good too. Mm, yeah, just down in um, Melbourne there. So you got Sam Cassidy and, um, oh, he, oh my God, I'm going to brutalize your name, bro. <laughs> 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 I haven't heard that one. I haven't heard that one. Boon D. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, um, yeah. It's like, give you guys, guys, are listening to all they had going on just recently. That was great. Now you don't want to get him upset. Throws thunder. Sam Cassidy, definitely blood from the mouth. He's a big boy though. Swinging left from Cassidy. Big left again. Welcome to Striker Chat, bringing you the characters of Australian Muay Thai, with your hosts Nakmoy, Sam Cassidy, and not so Nakmoy, old man right now. Oh, and there from Cassidy. Thanks to the boys from Combat Chat Podcast. Man, to get a shout-out from an established Muay Thai podcast, man, I really appreciate it. And Shane, you nearly got it right. You're on the right track. It's Bundy. Once again, guys, thank you for the shout-out, and thanks for welcoming us into the, into the Muay Thai podcast community. Looking forward to working with you in the future. Cheers. Oh, and we're back for episode five, Sammy. Oh, it's going quickly. We're racking them up, mate. We're getting there. I don't know, mate. We're going to keep racking them up every week by week. I think that's the way to go. I think that's that's that's, that's the main main thing we're going to do is not rack much, them up. There's <laughs> not much else we can do, eh? <laughs> I know, mate. I know. That's why we have to do these Zoom and Zooms. But um, obviously, we did the um, we're going to do these Zoom calls. Um, from now yeah. on, I suppose, until until it gets lifted. And then when it's sunny, we'll go out in the park, I reckon. What do you reckon, mate? That's the only way we can do it, mate. You know, and just a, a quick congratulations to Melbourne for setting the world record for the most days in fucking lockdown. Yeah, the most days, isn't it? That's idiots. like, it's over 220 <laughs> days or something like that, isn't it? Yeah. So, uh, got something to be proud of, but a win's a win. But we are number one. We are number one. <laughs> we, we are number one in something, bro. <laughs> Yeah. Speaking of number one, Ford won championship. All yes. female, all female card over the weekend, which was lovely to see. Oh yeah, that's right. I, I did catch up on those. I watched a few of those fights. Did you? Did you um watch many of them? I did. I, I um uh, a lady that I trained with in at Tiger. She was on the on the card. She's pound for pound the number one female kickboxer in the world. Her name's uh, Adisa Mexen. Mm-hmm. She was over in Tiger for a long, long time. She was sponsored there, and I, I um, made good friends with her, her training, her coach, and I'm pretty. Sh- I'm not. I might be wrong in saying this, but I think they're, they're a couple as well. But don't quote me. I might have been wrong. Yep. But um, I made <laughs> made good friends with her coach. I know that I know he's definitely a coach. His name's uh, Benoit Zadus, mm-hmm. who's now off in um, he's at uh, Duke Rufus Academy, coaching out of there now as well. But yeah, this Mexican fought. She's uh, she's had a hundred wins for five losses. That's how good she is. Ninety-five percent wins, mate. That's a fucking remarkable record, mate. Jesus Christ. Man, she's an incredible fighter, and she jeez. absolutely pasted this uh, young chick from Spain, knocked her out in the second round. Oh, jeez. Was it was it your work? But there was, was also it, was it your work that done that or what? No, no, I didn't work <laughs> with her directly. I didn't work with her. I think yeah. I took a photo though, so maybe I'll try and claim that I did. Do that, mate. I do. I do that all the time. <laughs> I do that all the time. <laughs> There were some good fighters on, man. There's a young a young chick from the United States who's 
who's smashing everyone as well at the mm. moment, Jackie Buntan. Yeah. She um, she absolutely pasted her, her so, opponent as well. So basically the one championship's like um, the se- second division or the stepping stone to the bigger MMA um, uh, promotions like UFCs and and uh, what's the other one? What's the other big uh, MMA promotion? Uh, Bellator. Bellator, yeah. So that would that be well, like once, a lower division, or would that be about one championship the same as a Bellator or something like that? Yeah, well, it's it's a, it's a bit of a difficult one. So one targets majority of the the Asian Australasian market, but they also have like um, Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson. He fights oh, really? for them now after he left. Yeah, after he left the UFC, uh, Eddie Alvarez fights for them. Okay, Sage, okay. Yeah. Sage Northcutt, like it's just you know, I it's um it's quite a quite a wealthy organization as well so i think they they get looked after quite decently on the higher end of you, the scale do you reckon just going down the line do you know how um you, the box in in boxing divisions and boxing bouts and different organizations they unify bouts and do you reckon going down the line you would see the ufc belt being unified with a bellator belt or something like that or would they never do that no nah, they're, nah, they're too political those promotions okay the yeah. only chance you'll have is probably Maybe there's a chance for one and say Bellator to do yeah, it. Yeah, okay. And UFC's like the, the, the elite, isn't it? Well, they, that's what they think. You know, like it is obviously <laughs> Yeah. It's the it is the, the main way where everyone wants wants to go to, but the one FC roster, man, a lot of those guys can take out majority of the UFC fighters as well. So Oh jeez. Yeah. It's yeah. It's just it is what it is. And like fighting is, you know, and on any given day anyone could win, so mm. But like going back to the girls, man, I was watching um this. I watched one fight, Julia, Julia Mezazaba or, or something. Or she was from I'm not sure. She was from Mexico, man. She was technically, man. I, I I say this all the time about the girls, how they are so crisp in their ten- technique and they just don't wail. It's everything's just so perfect. Do 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 do. Man, you, just that I, female trait, isn't it? The the attention to detail. Oh, dude, the attention. You, something, you, something you, the boys leave behind. But you touch on that. You've touched on that a lot about the girls and the, how they're easier to train. What do you think that? Man, I just, you know, like there's theories about mine is kind of like obviously it's a male dominant sport, so mm. for a, a girl to get into it in the first place, it's it's an intimidating thing. So mm. I think. As from a coaching point of view for myself, they, they just, they want it more. You know what I mean? It's like they, like, and I, I, for lack of a better term, they want to prove a point. You know what I mean? Okay, they want yeah. to know, they want, they want to know that they can kick ass and they, they can hang there with the boys and things like that. But their determination in all the women that I've ever trained, man, is, you know, through the roof. And like I said, their attention to detail, the small things and, and the way that they can poise, you know, they can make themselves like really in, in Muay Thai standards, you know, come across as an artist, yes. per se. Yeah, well, martial, it's called martial arts, man. It's called martial that arts is, for a reason. You know? That is absolutely correct. Look, um, and, and, yeah. and credit credit to one championship, you know, for mm. doing this. I mean, um, it's the first ever uh, world organization to, to put a card on like this. So one championship is a mixed show every time. They have MMA, Muay Thai, and kickboxing on oh, the yeah. one show. Okay. And I think... From memory, they've now gone into submission grappling as well because they signed, um, uh, fuck, what's his name? I'm having a mental blink. The king of jiu-jitsu, uh, Gordon Ryan. They're Gordon Ryan. Now yeah, 26-year-old chap. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they've gone into it. So, yeah, their, their shows are always a mixed show where they have mm-hmm. MMA, kickboxing, and Muay Thai at once. 
mm-hmm. part of the the show on the weekend in power was a eight eight woman uh strawweight mma eliminator okay so uh, and they're doing that over three different shows like how we were speaking oh, with yes. roy about it last time as well it's not a it's not a one night show yeah that so, was the, that the one with Roy was talking about was the one where um, Tiff was uh, put yes, that one, yeah. Our lovely guest, our lovely guest for this afternoon yeah, was supposed Tiffany, to do it. We'll, we'll get, we'll get to her. But yeah, <laughs> we'll I was get to, but yeah. So they had, uh, sorry, Adam Wade was Adam Wade World Grand Prix. Okay. So they had. Was that was that the lightest of them all, Adam? Um, straw. Bezel, I don't know, man. That's that's, that, that's at the <laughs> other end of the spectrum for me. I don't, I don't, don't even worry about that. <laughs> That's like I would have been out of weight when I was about like four years of, old. That's like a bit of dirt underneath your fingernail, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, so, like, I'm just, I just want to touch back on the girls. But when I first started doing some sort of martial arts back in the 80s, oh, Jesus, great. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that no women did it. Like, who? no woman was doing Muay Thai or anything like that. And now yeah. you see a, a plethora. You you have a look at our gym. You know you got Selena, Rosie, Julia. Yeah, they, they, it's just um, I don't know whether it started as the self defense kind of movement. You know what I mean, like mm. when things like that. But the Muay Thai in general is always not always, but it has come a long way in regards to women competing and things like that. Like yeah. it was. Um, Muay Thai, as people know, is a very traditional sport. You know what I mean? It's been around for hundreds and hundreds of years, and, and yep. you know, depicted from from war. Yep. And it just wasn't female inclusive for a long time. And there's small things that are changing in the game, like at Lumpini Stadium, up until I don't know if it was this year or last year, mm. a woman couldn't even touch the ring. If a woman touched the ring, they'd get fucking just you know, pretty much, really? pretty much, yeah, castrated or not castrated, obviously. But, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, like, there's there's been a big bit of a movement in things as well. Like traditional, any traditional Thai coach or any traditional uh, fighter, the the women are uh, asked to go under the ropes, not over the ropes. So that's and then there's there's a lot of ladies that don't agree with it, which is which is you know there's nothing wrong with that. Like obviously evolution as it is yeah yeah me myself i don't i don't mind either way but I, I i do appreciate tradition and i know some girls do still appreciate tradition and they accept it for what it is mm-hmm. but it's just yeah it's come a long way like um they're also at lumpini they've never had female fights before but now they're they were scheduled to this year but i don't think it went ahead because of COVID. yeah okay yeah but and like i said man i love watching the ladies fight like, you know, the the poise, the you know, the beauty of it, but then who doesn't like watching a couple of girls just punch the shit out of each other as well? <laughs> just bang on. <laughs> we can, like, but you know how you're touching, you're saying about um in Thailand and Bangkok, Lumpini and, and Channel 7, you weren't, or even Rajadhan Stadium, you weren't, no women allowed to fight there. Wasn't there a, did, did you hear about that that um ladyboy fighter? That one that you dressed yeah, in the office? Yeah, Rose. What was it? What was that? Dom- her name's Nong Rose. Okay. I've actually fought on a card with her before. Oh, really? Super, super, super impressive, man. Oh, fucking it's, um, Like, she, like she, you know, give her a take, but I've seen her fucking pump some blokes before, and I don't mean that in the literal term. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. she, she can 
fight like fuck, man. She's always down to fight, you know, and like this is where, um, you know, I, I'm not a political person. No, 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 I don't want to, you know, I don't want to upset anyone, but it's one of the beauties of, you know, like the argument. Well, I was having a discussion the other day about the Olympic weightlifter from New Zealand, and okay, you know, yeah. I'm not going down that path, but but we are. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's fuck it. Fuck it. Let's go. Nong Rose is the perfect example. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's she identifies as female. She's uh, I'm pretty sure. I don't know the I don't know the technicalities, but I'm pretty sure it might be pre-op uh, transgender. Yeah. But doesn't want to hand out. Doesn't want to fight, fight women. Blokes. Wants wants to fight the blokes because she wants to prove a point too that she can be feminine and that she can and she can still handle it. Yeah. And like I said, men can fight like absolute buggery. <laughs> but it's just, you know, yeah. different different, uh, different ways in different countries and different things like that. But it's, it is what it is. Yeah. With fighting, I, with fighting, I don't agree. Uh, I really don't agree with uh, a male-born uh, fighter transitioning to female fighting. Yes. Different I, sports. Yeah. Different sports are different, but fighting, I, I, I personally don't agree. And I hope I don't mean to upset anyone. It's just my opinion. Uh, but Louis. I think fighting, like the, there's an MMA fighter, Fallon Fox. She Fallon Fox. literally, cr- literally crushed her opponent's skull. Yeah, <clears throat> and That's she true. was she was male up until she was mid twenties. You know, so they've been males for what thirty years, twenty years. That's basically taking steroids for twenty, thirty years and then coming off them, and then playing the sport so they've got yeah. a, uh, they've got a massive advantage anyway anyway it's not political it's a muay thai it's a muay thai podcast yeah yeah, yeah. let's th- get like back said, into I, it I'm a, I'm a big supporter of the community you know what i mean like yeah. i have a, a, a lot of gay um family members and things like that so yeah. it's not you know it's my personal opinion is a transgender shouldn't fight a transgender male who's transitions to females should not be fighting females and that's why i love non rose because no, Nongos gets in there, doesn't want to fight women. Has been offered to fight women before, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and just doesn't doesn't want to. She knows, mate. But, she knows smash. <laughs> yeah, oh. but you know, like I said, that's the beauty of it. That's Muay Thai. Mm-hmm. Look, but yeah, on to on to yeah, more more relevant conversations. <laughs> Muay Thai, we'll move on quickly, mate. We'll quickly move on to, to Muay Thai. And how about we quickly <laughs> we'll quickly move on to our guest. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so guys, after the break, we have Tiff Lamb. One of the best around. Really looking forward to having this chat with Tiff. All right. Welcome back. Oh. Well, Tiff's been around the fight game for a while now, hey, Sammy? Yeah, you know, a few years. A few years, and um, you know her. You've trained with her. One of my stable mates. Yeah, down here at the uh, the uh, Super Fight Gym. But Tiff's now gone back home to sunny the sunny city of Perth. Mm-hmm. Living a normal life by the looks of things. Yeah, <laughs> living a normal life. But I, okay, let's give a warm, striking welcome to Tiff, the technician, Lamb. <laughs> I don't know. We don't, we, we don't, no one else calls you technician, only I do. Sorry about that, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I like it. New fight name. It is hey. very fitting. It is, the technician. <laughs> How are you, Tiff? 
I'm really well, guys. It's good to see your faces. How are you? Yeah, good to see your face. It's awesome. Where are you? I am in the gym at the moment. Just finished a couple of PTs. Oh, that's that's a good segue, isn't it? Living the dream. <laughs> Living the dream. Living the dream, actually doing Living a PT. Living the dream over here. Living a COVID-free life at the moment. As you can see, yeah, as you can see, lucky. we're outside. We're outside <laughs> here at um, in Elwood Beach. And we're socially distanced, you know, 1.5 metres apart. Yep, yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> what the hell? So, Tiffy, let's crack into it, yeah? Let's uh, let's get to know yeah. the uh, the newly named te- te- technician. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> the technician. So, run us through, Tiff. Uh, where'd you grow up? Where were you born? And then uh, give us a little insight into your journey of how, whether it was martial arts or Muay Thai started. Oh, gosh. This feels like a first date. All right. Um, <laughs> I like long walks um, on the beach. and Exactly. Uh, when did I start Muay Thai? I think I started I started Muay Thai here in Perth. Uh, I think it was around 2012 from memory. I'm not a great historian, so uh, I would take some creative license, I think, with a bit of my history here. But I think it was around 2012 that I started in a small little gym uh, in O'Connor called Connor. SMG, which was named after Sangmorakot in oh. Bangkok. Yeah. Um, the uh, the Rob who started that gym there, his son-in-law uh, was the son of Jatui, um, oh, who yeah. was a big promoter or is a big promoter, right. should I say, in Bangkok. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the owner of Sangmorakot in Bangkok. So yeah, that's where I kind of started. Um, nine or so, nine or ten years ago. So. How did you find out about Muay Thai? So you know, did you know before you started? You obviously you would have known about Muay Thai and everything like that, yeah. Um, I did have a little bit of exposure to it when I was in primary school, um, back in the old days when BJC was still around. Yeah, I think Bob it was Jones, Bob, Bob, Jones Bob, Bob Jones Corporation. Yeah. It's, it's at WA, WA yeah. um, oh, promotion. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> not, not in the know with that one. Um, yeah, so I kind of got exposed to that, just like a term of it or something like that in school, and yeah. so I'd seen it, but I never, I never stuck with it. I kind yeah. of did it for a little while. Uh, I thought it was cool, but you know, went off and did my thing um, as a as a teenager and a a young 20-year-old, you know, drinking and partying and carrying on as you do. As you do. Um, as you do in Perth. As you do. Yeah. And then I kind of hit, I think, my mid-20s and kind of just woke up one morning and kind of had a look at my life and went, shit, what am I doing? Like, I'm I'm unhealthy. I've got a sedentary job. Like, I just, I wasn't doing anything uh, to kind of look after myself or look after my body. And yeah. uh, one of my workmates did Muay Thai. And that's kind of what uh, brought it back into the forefront of my mind. And, yeah, I, I headed down to to a gym to SMG for a first class and you know the rest is history I was just I was hooked from the first session you know I, I know that a lot of people say that but it really yeah <laughs> no, I think it, it really yeah. it really sunk its hooks in hard that first <laughs> session and uh, I haven't been able to let it go since so when you went into that first class obviously was there any like future aspiration that you thought of like oh maybe I'd like to have a fight or was it purely just for fitness and just to get you just to get yourself back on track mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'd never even considered fighting. I still didn't consider fighting even when I started going down more regularly. Um, It was just for fitness. um, But we were really, I guess, we were really lucky at that time at SMG that we had uh, Toto Sangmorakot at the gym taking all of the classes at the time. And he's he's an incredible trainer. Big name, big Big name, name. amazing trainer. And um, I guess, you know... uh, it almost feels like a bit of a disservice to have, you know, such a good trainer put time and effort into you and then to not to not give not it a crack it and see where you are at. Yeah, exactly. So uh, it just kind of it kind of happened that, you know, I just I was going that regularly that the next the next uh, reasonable step was to just, you know, jump in there and give it a try and see how it goes. Um, and my first fight was actually a 
a demonstration. So it was uh, Hamon's very first show here in WA uh, okay. Origins. Um, there was a, a girl there a lot lighter than me, but she had her opponent pull out maybe the day before. So I took it last minute. Um, I was a good seven or eight kilos heavier than her. So it was just a, a demonstration fight for us to just get some experience and get in there. Yeah. Nice. So nice. growing up, were you, was like not violence per se, but you know, did you always have that fight or flight kind of instinct in you? Like were you a bit of a rat bag on the nut? I don't, look, look at that smile. Not even I mean. a little bit. <laughs> and knowing your, your nurturing personality. The second I see nah. you switch on the ring, it's like, what yeah. the fuck? That's yeah, like a completely different person. <laughs> no shit. And I was just, you know, like, I'm, I'm interested to know if, if, if you ever had that kind of, you know, not rat bag, but you, were, you, you don't have, yeah. you don't seem to have a violent bone in your body. But like, like Bundy said, you're not. You're obviously one of the best fighters in Australia, female fighters, and one of my personal favorites to watch. But it is for you; it's like watching a technician. Mm. You know what I mean? You're not in uh, there for you're not in there for blood, blood and guts, and that you put on beautiful. You yeah. know, you display the art of Muay Thai. So the long guard, the yeah, long guard, that knee, uh, that rangy knee. <laughs> That's very complimentary, Sam. Um, look, I, I'm a bit biased. You know, I spend a lot of time <laughs> yeah, with yeah. you. So. Well, I think we are a bit biased. <laughs> I, I'm, I've, I've never been uh, an overly aggressive person, no. So that definitely wasn't something that I guess I went to the gym to kind of uh, work out or find an outlet for. That wasn't something that uh, was ever kind of in me. I was always a really good kid. I, you know, I played by the rules. I did what I was told. Uh, I never rocked the boat. And I actually think that that might have also been a little bit of what drew me to Muay Thai was to just kind of explore that other side of me that I'd never... Yeah, never allowed in. myself to really express yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. Like, I'd always, like I'd always yeah yeah and so Muay Thai actually gave me a lot of confidence um and gave me uh like just a a, a belief I guess in my physical body that I never really knew that I had or, or felt before yeah, yeah um that of what I was capable of yeah. yeah so just being able to really test yourself on in not obviously test yourself exactly. on your mental front with your work and that and then putting yourself through the physical strain It'd been good for you yeah, to, to have it. that. And so you do... Exactly. Um, and Muay Thai for me... Oh, yeah, sorry, go. No, go. And Muay Thai, go. You go. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, for me, like the um, like the physical element or the physicality of Muay Thai, you know, it's wicked. It's fun. Uh, we all enjoy, you know, you know, banging on a bit. But for me, it's really the mental chest that yeah. really excites me about Muay Thai. I really love the IQ of the game and I love trying to trying to calculate what someone else is going to do and how I can counteract that and then go one above what they're going to do. That's the part that really, mm. that's the part that really excites me. It's, is like that said, part you're, of, yeah, uh, you're one of the best in the game at it. It's, mm. it's poetry emotion sometimes watching you in there. Yeah, you, you can see it on your face next when you, when you're in the ring, you know, you've got, you've got that, you've got, you've got that smile on your face still, but you can see your <laughs> mind just ticking away. Tick, 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 tick. Oh, yeah, what's that? Yeah. What's that? Where do I go here? Man, it's brilliant. I love it. Yeah. So, so after your first exhibition fight, um, where where did you go to from there? Was you so was that an was that a padded fight as well, or was it that a full uh, full, full time? That rules? was slightly padded. It was full time rules. I think we had shin pads, uh, and that was it. So I think this was right when WA was starting to bring in their padded padded rules and their padded regulations. So half of the reason to get the fight as well was to miss all of that. So if I got that fight in before they came in, I wouldn't have to fight in pads. Um, uh, after that, I had two more fights, uh, quite quite spread out, but I had two more fights with uh, SMG 
um, it wasn't really a fighter's gym. Like we had a couple of fighters come out of there, but they weren't, you know, we weren't an active fighter's gym at all. Um, the people that were fighting were kind of doing exactly what I was doing, just kind of testing their skills out. Um, but I had two more fights with them, one win, one loss. And then I kind of packed up and left Perth for a while. And I actually went overseas and went traveling for 12 months um, and spent a bit of time in Thailand and kind of did a couple of fights in Thailand um, while I was over there and then came back and uh, Wait, where did slowly you train made my when you pilgrimage. Were, was that when you went to Lamai? Yodjut. So yeah. I went to Yodjut on Koh Samui for a little bit and I had a fight with them. And I also went to Island Muay Thai on Koh Tao um, oh, and had a fight you? over there on Koh Tao. Yeah. The, the, outdoor, the outdoor stadium there. Is that the exactly, one? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. the one. Not there. Gum <laughs> Blair's brother Travis yeah. used to live. He lived there for many years, and I used to go um, there all the time. Like once a year, I'd, I'd go travel over there, and and then tr- did that training there as well. Fuck, what's his name? Yeah, what's his name? Wow, small awesome. world. Actually, it's not a small world in yeah, the Muay Thai world, though, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to get a nice, easy, like tourist fight on on, on hotel. <laughs> yeah. um, I was like, oh yeah, I'll just cruise into a nice easy fight, whatever. Um, because I wasn't really training that hard then. I was training every day, but I was also still holidaying. Of course. Um, and I just buckets. remember that the tie that I got that <laughs> day, buckled. she, <laughs> she kicked me bench. harder than I've ever been kicked before, man. That tie, oh, she, was, she was brutal. Thailand. So after Thailand, mate, what, what, did you, would you come back? How long, how long were you in Thailand for? Uh, I was in Thailand for about... I think four to six months, and yep. then, oh, and then we went to the states um, for about six or seven months. Yeah, so we it took about a year off. Completely. So all, all that travel was with your partner Lou. Yep. yep. Shout out to so Lou. We went shout to, out to Lou. Yeah, One of the best physios in Perth. If anyone needs some physio work, just <laughs> a quick plug for Lou there. <laughs> I love that plug on you, Sam. Um, but yes, yeah, so we kind of we spent we decided to take twelve months off and just you know travel the world and uh, enjoy ourselves a little bit. So we went to Thailand for a bit and then went over to the states, uh, spent it in California, California. and then uh, came back to came back to Australia and decided that uh, we wanted a change. And uh, uh, Lou got a job offer in Melbourne, so we uh, packed up and headed over to Melbourne. And you come straight to Superfight. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mate. And I came to the mecca of, uh, in my opinion, the mecca of Muay Thai <laughs> oh, in wow. Melbourne and headed straight to Superfight Gym. Um, my my house or my apartment in uh, Melbourne was one kilometre away from the gym, so I feel like it was destined. Uh-huh. Uh, it, was so just, it was meant to be. Did you just find it on a whim or were you recommended to come here or was it just one, you just searched Muay Thai and then you went, oh, this one's a 1K from home? Yeah, I, I honestly uh, Googled it and just had a look around and there was you know, a couple. There was William Street and, and um, Superfight that obviously came up and I knew a couple of people that had been to both. Um, so I just chatted to them about what the feel was and um, Superfight was just really my jam, that real you know traditional kind of yeah. approach to, um, to the, the training and to the fighting. So uh, that definitely felt like it. And, you know, Don's got a pretty good... Uh, old uh, Instagram and, and <laughs> Facebook <laughs> present. So, you know, I stalked yeah. him a little bit on that first and, and got a feel for it and, yeah, uh, walked in. And I, I think I've mentioned before, but the, when I walked into the gym, walking up the stairs and you could just hear, yeah. you know, the 90s rap music playing and that <laughs> smell of Thai liniment. And I was just like, yeah, this is the spot. Like, I think yeah. I'm going to fit in. Yeah, this is exactly It's got its own aura, this place. It's yeah. so right. And, you know, like, some people with these new gyms, you go in there, they're like bright white with all this fancy shit, and then you're like, Ugh, you know, that's for it's me. Like sterile. Yeah, yeah. I just like, oh, this is not where I want to, you know, bust my ass in here. You don't feel like it. But when you come into here, 
like you said, you're walking up the stairs, you hear the pads are cracking, you hear there's always like naughty by nature playing on there. It's a vibe. As, the you know, as the these young kids say, it's a vibe. Like, I was going to say, you smell the toe jam more like it. <laughs> <laughs> you hear Bundy screaming from down the street. <laughs> Uh, Donny probably had a. Was that when Don was rocking in his man bun stage when you when you first got here? Was that? Oh no, wait, Donny had a man bun. Yeah. What the fuck? Man bun, no, <laughs> unfortunately, I missed that era. He's no, had a, um, Donny had a fucking few, man few questionable bun. Questionable haircuts, man. He's oh, running, Jesus. He's running a big fringe for a while there as well. Like. Oh no, mate. I love our Donny. I love Donny. So anyway, walk <laughs> us through. So did mm. you come in to? To the gym and did you give done the oh you know I've had a few fights in Thailand spiel or we because I can imagine you just being a little quiet mouse just going about your business and yeah yeah not at all yeah so I I uh, contacted him on his Facebook page and just said hey you know I'd be really interested in just coming down and trying out a class <laughs> yeah um and he's like yeah sure come in like these are the times that were open rah, rah. um I didn't obviously mention anything that you know that I that fought before or anything like that because yeah. it wasn't really relevant. Uh, I didn't think that I was actually going to be fighting anymore. Um, I'd kind of left that behind. I'd, I'd never really considered myself as a fighter anyway at this stage of my career. Like I'd had a couple of fights, yeah. but it was more just here and there just to give it a go. It wasn't yeah. really a... Just testing yourself. That I yeah. Thought that I was, exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, so at that stage, you know, it wasn't really something that I'd even considered doing in Melbourne. Um, so yeah, I just I just came down for a, a session, and it was a I think Reese was in there preparing for a fight, and Liam um, were in right. there preparing for a fight. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I just remember coming in, and those guys were running the session, and I just went, yeah, this is this is exactly <laughs> what I'm after. Just some good old school hard training, like no bullshit. Just no yeah, just get in and do yeah. the work. Yeah. Those boys used to work yeah. hard, man. Reese Leaney and and Liam Wright, and yeah. Fuck, there was a like at that that was probably probably the height of when I come in here too that was when we had like Richie Fanous, Corey Smith and all Richie that Fanu, yeah. that that fight team then yeah. with, especially with you involved in well as well was you know we, they were causing terror along, among the Australian Muay Thai scene for a long time yeah, yeah. I think Liam won a yeah. WBC state title Tiff obviously won state titles Corey might have won a state title as well um, uh, and Richie Fanous mm. you know, had the biggest fights at, mm. in, in the game but so yeah. How long were you training with us? Or oh, sorry, when I say us, how long were you training at Superfight? It, it is us. <laughs> yeah. It is us, man. How long were you training at Superfight before you actually jumped in the ring? Um, so I got there at the end of. I moved to Melbourne at the end of 2017, I think it was, and I think Don asked me to fight on Roots uh, that before the year was out. So I think the last show was a December show or something like oh, that. Wow. I think I got there at about October, um, end of October, November, and he was asking, um, yeah, if I would do the December show, and I was like, no, nope, absolutely <laughs> not. Um, <laughs> but I think I ended up chucking, uh, jumping onto the next one, I think, which was in March. Yeah. Um, so I had a little bit of time with him, and um, yeah, just jumped straight into it. And uh, you know, I, I really owe Don a lot because I don't, I wouldn't have gotten as far as I have in Muay Thai without him. Like he really did push mm. me to actually see my potential and he he really was uh that type of coach that can see what you have to offer and helps you actually yeah. uh realize that because yeah. i never would have uh, pursued it on my own i really needed that nudge from him yeah. and he was more than happy to give it and uh, <laughs> i'm grateful that he actually did that yeah so your time with don you guys uh, I'll just call you guys as a as a you know as an item per se. But you mm. you've gone undefeated, yeah, since you've since you've trained with Don. Yeah, 
Uh, I had a draw, but I guess not a loss. Um, <laughs> not a loss. Yeah, yeah. So yes, I guess you could say that. Yeah, seven yeah. in a row. It has been, seven. including the draw. Is that right? Say again, sir. Seven in a row, including the draw. I think that's about right. Yeah. 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 It's like I said, very yeah. impressive. Let's actually let's touch on that draw. So that draw was uh, Rebellion thirteen, I believe, against DeAndre Martin. Is that the young? Queenslander? Yep. No, she's no. from Moyu. Uh, oh, very tall, yeah, lanky yeah. fighter. Very good fighter no, as well. that's right. Yes, yes, yes. Um, that yeah. was for, was that for the Aussie title or was that for state title? That was for the Rebellion title. Rebellion uh, so title, that's a right. Very nice, yeah. Very nice t- uh, title belt. I wish I had it in my possession, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> you can Honestly, still get one. Though, that, that fight, like I was in the corner and obviously I'm a biased <laughs> But even just as a as a fan of Muay Thai, that was sucking. That was so awesome to watch those guys yeah. fight, man. Like the poise and elegance to it. But then when it got down to it, you know what I yeah. mean. The, the, the clinching. I'll tell you what I'll do. Like, Tip yeah. put on a great clinching performance against a much taller, much ranger girl as well, and just mm. you know, showed her the super fight style. And I think you won the fight. Yeah. But anyway, well, I tell you, I tell, I'll, neither, you know, <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Right, I'm going. I'm going. I'll get the fight. I'm going to put it up on the socials on, on the strike chat uh, on the striker chat uh, page. We'll do a poll, and then we'll do a poll. We'll oh, say, who, yeah. did, she, did oh, Tiff yeah. did our <laughs> Tiff win this, or did 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 she lose it? It was a very close. It was a draw. It was a close fight. fight. Yeah. Talk us through the fight. Then. It was a, Did you? Because uh, I know, obviously, like we did a pretty prep work together in that before it, and it was, yeah. like we touched on, she's a very tall and rangy fighter. Was that yeah. one of it was? Before your prep, was that one of the hardest fights that you thought that you will be taking on? Um, yeah, look, we definitely, you know, Don uh, is a very thorough coach, so he did his research as well, and he kind of knew, you know, what we were going into, and he knew what kind of skills, I guess, that Deandra had, and also, you know, the gym that she's coming from. Um, you can expect, you know, big things um, from anyone coming from Moyo. You expect them to be very smart and very technical, but also very prepared yeah um so yeah. trained we did train really hard for for that fight um he was putting in a lot of extra extra hours in the mornings you know doubling up training morning and night um and just exactly as you said she's she's incredibly big and yeah. like tall and lanky for that weight range like she uh, like I, I, 57 kilos amazing to, to 57 as well you know yeah. what i mean like jesus yeah. And she's, you know, she, she's very strong and very muscular as well. Like yeah. She, I, she wouldn't have an ounce of fat on her, like not any money fighters yeah. do, but just for her to make the weight must be a challenge, but she gets there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and exactly right. She was um, just quite imposing, I guess, um, you know, going in and then seeing the size of her when we got into the ring. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, shit. Okay, okay, you're, you're, <laughs> oh, shit, I've got to fight you. You're, you're a bit intimidating. Yeah. Um, but it was... A really great fight. I loved uh, how technical it was. So, you know, she really brought her, her technique to it as well. Um, and it, it was a bit of a clash of, of minds in there as well, just trying to figure out what was working, what wasn't working, um, and then trying to execute that without obviously leaving yourself exposed uh, for counters. Yeah. Um, so in that way, it was definitely uh, very much a chess match, but I did really enjoy, you know, those moments where we would just get into it and, and get busy just and get active. <laughs> yeah. um, and it was just... Yeah, I vaguely remember, like I think, because uh, people might not know this, but you're a switch stance fighter. You can fight in both stances mm. with no drama. But I remember you were attacking her lead leg with the with the inside kicks in the round, first round, second round, and then she started to be able to. She was she picked up on it, was checking straight into her, into Ooh, two legs, and then we had. But your ability to adapt and to change, and you know, for both of you, really, like I said mm. before, it was yeah. amazing to watch. Like very very yeah. high level. Like we're talking. 
It's something you'd see in Thai stadiums. That's, yeah. You know, these girls were putting on an amazing display. Man, these girls are technical, yeah. man. They're very good. I love them. Was that, was that your hardest fight, you believe? Yeah, I would say so. Um, definitely, because it was, uh, you know, it really was that intellectual challenge as well. Like, we were just trying to just see how we could figure out the pieces of the puzzle faster than, you know, I was trying to figure out her puzzle quicker than she was figuring out mine. And so it was definitely that just trying to trying to figure out what's happening. And then obviously the corners doing the same thing, yeah. um, you know, going back to the corners and getting that advice of what to change up and, and what to change um, through each round. So I really, from that perspective, it, it was one of my, uh, like my funnest fights and one of my, my best fights to look back on um, because I think that we were both really just trying to bring in all of the elements of Muay Thai, you know, the physicality, but also the, the IQ and the craftsmanship, I guess, you know, of, of the sport as well. Jeez. And that's, that's probably, I think that both of us um, tried our best to display all of that. You're not just a tec- technician, you're a tactician. <laughs> <laughs> so would, you, would you say after that fight, mm. is that what kind of uh, like cemented, cemented in yourself that you're, you're right up there with the best now? Like, was that one of the pivotal fights? Was that the most pivotal fight in your career? Because after that, you went on an absolute oh. tear as well. Um, I guess it would be the pivotal fight, like just because uh, being able to obviously fight on the rebellion card as well was just a huge, a huge moment for me. I'd, I'd always uh, really looked up to that that promotion as yeah. one of the highest levels of Muay Thai in Australia, if not the world. Really, I think that you know it's rebellion very, puts very on some of the best promotion. Muay Thai yeah, in the world. So to even be considered to be on that card was a huge privilege. So in that way. Uh, yes, I would say yes, but I always struggle with imposter syndrome. Like, oh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> that's what... like I to this day, to this day, I'm still like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Like, you know. So that's that's something. Yeah, that's the beauty of that's it. That's the yeah. beauty of it, man. The imposter syndrome, man. I don't. Th- I think most most champions or most people that do well at a high level do does have. Oh, do, they do have the confidence, but they also have that imposter syndrome as well. You know, well, it's part so, of being yeah. a fighter as well. If you don't second guess yourself, you know what I mean. If you're not questioning yourself, yeah, then there's something wrong with you because yeah. at the end of the day, you should always be thinking, you know, oh, you know, this person might be better, or maybe I didn't do enough. Like things like that will always go through your head. But you always still, you still got to have that confidence about yourself, oh, don't you? That, you that can't air of arrogance. You can't get yeah. in the ring and not be confident, but you still have to be level headed, you know. So what is your what is your fight record then, Tiff? Uh, I should have checked this before we uh, caught up, shouldn't I? I think. <laughs> You've had more more wins than losses there. How's one that? and one, I think. Third, uh, you, see, look, Sammy, this is why I've got yeah. Sam. He is the Muay Thai that guy. That sounds about right. Yeah, I'm I was going to sure say, I think it's about 15 fights, yeah. And, um, and one, title fights? One draw, one loss. So what you've so you're the reigning Destiny 57 kilo champion. You're WBC Victoria mm-hmm. champion. Uh, WA. So Victoria, WA, I sorry. never got to... Yeah, I never got to go to the Victoria one, so I've got um, a WA one that I got this year. Yeah. Wow, that's a good segue. <laughs> what a great segue. Um, mate, all right, look, after the break, we'll see where Tiff's fight career is headed and life back in Perth. And we'll catch up on those uh, title fights. That'll be after the break. Used to have dreams of a big fat check. Tick that off my list. Now I'm trying to dream about what I want next. Maybe I wanna be a man. And we're back. <laughs> Good to see you back. Are oh, you still here, Tiff? <laughs> Am I not supposed to be? Yeah, no, no, you, 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 you are. So Tiff, um, that title. Why did, why did you move back to Perth? What was the reason? 
do we do we, Ooh, do we talk about the reason? Drama. <laughs> yeah. That is a loaded question. How political do we want to get it? on your striker chat? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a it's Muay Thai. It's a Muay Thai podcast, not a political podcast. Though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's hard not to be political these days, though, isn't it? it? Is, it's it really is. hard. So was um, the COVID? Yeah. Let's just go. We we'll call it the C. We'll call it the C. The C nineteen. The C nineteen. Mm-hmm. Was that the re? Was that one of the reasons why? It was a big reason why, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. it was. Um, obviously, you know, uh, 2020 in Melbourne was a bit of a shit show um, for a lot of people. Try 21, babe. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, I can only imagine, guys. Yeah, sorry. 2020 was pretty pretty much a shit show. Yeah, and it was just a bit – it was a it was a big shake-up for me personally as well, to tell you the truth. Um, it, it, and, again, you know, I know everyone's experience of 2020 would have been, you know, uh, everyone's got a story. Um, but I, I just found it really, really interesting, I guess, uh, how I reacted to the things that started to happen and, and what was happening in Melbourne. And I was quite surprised, I guess, by – uh, the way that it affected me, and it affected me a lot more than I actually thought it would. Yeah. And so after that first big lockdown, I think it was six, I can't even remember, six months or something that we kind of were in that lockdown for a while. Yeah. Um, my partner Lou had just started her uh, her own business, which was obviously shut down because she's in allied health, so she wasn't able to work through that whole period. Um, gyms were shut, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. And um, we just had a lot, of, as everyone did, we had a lot of time to think and kind of assess uh, what was important to us. And uh, we just, unfortunately, I didn't see things improving in Victoria. Um, and I, I kind of saw that uh, as much as I hoped that things would get better, I, I kind of thought I, I was expecting the worst and I thought that things would get worse. And so after that first lockdown, when things kind of eased up a bit, we kind of made the decision to make a move and yeah, make the best decision that we could for us, which is to go somewhere where Lou could work, uh, yeah. where she wouldn't be restricted um, by by the same types of uh, lockdowns and regulations that were happening in Victoria at the time. And, um, you know, WA was doing an amazing job with their bubble um, of yeah. keeping things out and keeping life relatively normal. Uh, we'd been living in Perth for, you know, seven years or something before we moved to Victoria. So we had a support base here. We had family here. Yeah. Um, we've got a house here. So it just made sense to come back. Um, so, yeah, we kind of packed up after that first lockdown and, and came back over uh, as quickly as we could. All right. Seems to be a great decision. Like just so. you, you look happier. You just look happier and you're, you're, you're definitely right about this fucking place. <laughs> I think we just set the world record for the most day in lockdown. I think so. Hey, yeah. we got a world record. You you predicted the winner. future there pretty well. Too, winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> so yeah. so you, you're, you're back in Perth. You know, you've got a big smile on the dial. Everything's State good. State title. State title in hand. Um, so yeah. talk us through the your new gym that you're at now and who you're training with. Mm, so I've come down to Gav's gym. So I'm training with Gavin Fuller, um, who's also a co-promoter of Muay Thai Grand Prix over here in Perth. Yeah. Um, and I've been here, yeah, amazing show. So they, they put on some quality fights as well. Um, but I've been here with him since, I guess, Christmas um, and uh, just, you know, settling in. You know, it's a, it's a different type of, of um, a different type of gym to super fight, I guess. Yeah. Um, but also really focused on like that traditional, like Moy Femur style, which I really, you know, yeah. I, I love Moy Femur. So that's really what Gav's focus is at this gym. So that's why I've, I've felt like this was the right place for me to come. It's still quite a small, close-knit family. Um, and I, I really like those types of gyms that are just, you know, a, a tight little team. 
um, and you can just, you know, get to work. So, yeah, I've been, you know, really enjoying my time here. Whereabouts um, in Perth is that? We are in Myree. Myree. So, you, so you, south you, of the river. Fremantle area. Yeah. 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 And then you said O'Connor was for free. That's also, guys, Fremantle area. <laughs> the greatest, the yeah, greatest yeah, suburb, yeah. the greatest city in the world, Fremantle. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> it is. In my opinion, it is. <laughs> so, yeah, I live uh, he- close to here. So, you know, anything that I do, I-, I need. I'm pretty time poor. So I need things to be really accessible and easy. So I need my gym yeah. to be close to, to where I live. And I need to be able to just, you know, zip in and out. Yeah. So you're en- enjoying the change up of trainers? Because I know... It can be hard for some people to move on. Like, obviously, you and Don have built such a huge rapport with each other and you spent so long. Mm-hmm. It's sometimes it's nice just to have a freshen up and, you know, experience different things and different notions and stuff like that. So is there new things in yeah. your game that you've learned with Gav that we can look forward to in the, in the future? Yeah, definitely. Look, I I miss Don so much and I miss working <laughs> with you too, Sam. Like, Sam, you've, you've shown me some amazing things. Like, I absolutely credit um i guess my ability to switch stances and to move through those those movements now completely up to you um because you were the first one that started moving me through all of that and you know you're just you're just a a smooth operator and you're very slick with those things and um that was definitely a testament to the time that we spent so look, there is. I, I miss you guys, and I miss Superfight every day, I and I miss Don so every much, day. Um, <laughs> the gym needs it, you know. You were the gym wife, yeah. you know, like Big Al used to say. Yeah. So. But, yeah. Sorry, we'll keep um, continue but, you on know, with um, your transition with Gav. Yeah, um, but it, like you said, it is really great to just have a fresh perspective on things and to have a fresh um, set of eyes looking at you and going, okay, like what about this and what about that, and just you know having a different take on the way that you might want to approach things or a different way of approaching your style. Um, and Gav's definitely brought some of that in. He's he's really kind of taken on that that southpaw stance um, yeah. that I've started to develop, and he loves that. So he's he's really you know enjoying playing with that as well. Um, so it has been really fun, just like you said, just to get a fresh set of eyes and new new set of ideas of you know uh, different tool sets and different skills to play with. And I could imagine like you know he's. You touched on before that Gab's a Muay Thai nerd, you know what I mean? And like, I can imagine yeah. you bringing your your flavor to him has probably given him a bit of, you know, a bit of a pep in his step. Like, oh, this is something new to work with as well. Someone with the ability like you to, mm. to just so easily, can so easily go from southpaw to orthodox and still be striking. It's probably, it's probably yeah. cool for him to have something new to work with. Yeah, yeah, I can, uh, I, I hope so. I hope so. Um <laughs> it's just it's one of those things right like i i love when a trainer can can see what someone naturally has and just try and build on on the natural skill set that they have instead of trying to mold them into a specific style yeah. just looking at what what people already have and just adapting and helping them emphasize i guess what they naturally already have so with gav have you you've had one fight under his banner so far is that right or two sorry yeah, just the one. Unfortunately, I was going to fight on the last MTGP with the four women tournament, but um, I had to pull out due to an injury, uh, so I didn't get to have that one. So um, yeah, just the one girls. in February. It was lucky. For, yeah, lucky, lucky for those girls, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> what was the injury? Oh, TV. Uh, I got a stress fracture on my uh, forearm. Oh, punching so, too hard. Yeah, punching too hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I, um, I did try to work around it for a little while. So I did try to do my camp around it and just modify everything that I was doing. But unfortunately, it just it just wasn't getting better. Every time I tested it, it was just getting re-injured. So just had was, to call it. Unfortunately, how is it now? 
It's getting there. It's yeah. definitely feeling better. So hoping that I'll be able to sneak another one in, hopefully before the year is out, we um, hope just to try well. and get that like momentum. Hope. I need to see yeah. the. T- I need to so see your the. Fight with, sorry, sorry. Sorry. No, you go. I'll your fight with Gav was for the WBC state title. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, the super featherweight, so the fifty-nine kilo. And who did you fight? Um, that featherweight. Was that that wasn't Brittany, was it? That was uh, a Sharia Sharia League. Um, Probably from. Her. Yes, yeah. I'm just trying to remember which gym she's from. Uh, sun, sunshine, sun. Oh, I should have done. No. I'm sorry. I should have done my history tape. <laughs> we will. Um, I'll, 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 um, what I'll do is I'll look it up and then I'll pretend to be sunset. your voice and I'll dub that in. Sunset okay, I'll dub it in. <laughs> I got it. Sunset. 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 There, you go. there you go. I dubbed that in, guys. That was my voice. <laughs> uh, so, do you have any? Uh, what? Like you were saying, you're going to try and get one before the year's out. But have you got? Are you? Is there something maybe you could uh, leak for the Striker Chat Boy podcast? You don't have anything. Oh no, yet? I would love to, but <laughs> I, I don't know if uh, <laughs> I don't know if I can yet. So I have to wait for the oh, promoters so, to, so to there say is, that it's happening. There is something in the works, though. Yes, yes, I definitely hope so. Yeah, yeah. Um, looking forward to that. Yeah, and it would just—it would be good to happen because um, obviously we we're going to come down earlier, and I think it was in June or July too for Hardcore for Mark's show. Yeah. Um, and we we're supposed to be teeing up with Brittany for that one, so and uh, that didn't happen well, because of COVID. It? Yeah. So you know, it's been a couple of couple of uh, false starts now. So I really would love to just finish the year off um, with actually getting a fight done. Yeah. And, just touching on that, like we've been speaking to, like we've had Blake and a few other people on that. Like obviously Melbourne's uh, a lot different yeah. to Perth, but just on that yeah. getting getting prepared for fights and then getting pulled in the last minute, things like that. Is it starting to take its toll on you, or or you you you're pretty happy just to keep cruising on because at least you got some sunshine and <laughs> and you can get out and do things. And you're doing your renos. <laughs> I see the whole see all the renos yeah. you're doing in your houses. <laughs> yeah, look, it's um, it it does it definitely does take its toll. It's hard to it's hard to stay motivated. It's hard to stay on track when uh, it's such, there is so much uncertainty in everything. Like just, just watching what's happened with a couple of these shows, having them pulled like the day of the fight or the day of weigh in. Um, and just to see fighters go through all of that preparation, all that work and going through the cut just to have it pulled out from under their feet right at the last second. Mm. Um, it's really heartbreaking to see, you know, the amount of effort that, that fighters are putting in and promoters as well, the risk that promoters are taking at the moment to even just try and get a show off the ground. Um, so it's, it's really disheartening to see, you know, how much um, the Muay Thai community is being affected by all of these lockdowns. And it can be really, I've, I've definitely struggled with motivation to stay in it. Um, but Perth, thankfully, we've been really, you know, we've been really lucky here that we haven't had too many lockdowns. We've had a couple of short stints, but that's it. Um, but look, it's it's tough for me personally, but just because I feel like I'm kind of uh, at the end of my career, I would say. I'm, I'm kind of like feeling like, you know, that's, I'm really kind of, time is... Uh, of the essence for me now. So any any fight mm. that doesn't go ahead, like it's a bit devastating because you're just like, oh, I don't know how many yeah. you know, I've got left. So just to have things not go ahead is, is definitely uh, difficult, but everyone's in the same boat. So you just got to you just got to roll with it as much as you can and try not to let it get you down um, as much as it still does. But, you know, you just got to keep on keeping on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fuck it. Everyone's in. Yeah. It does take the toll. I mean, we all we're all pretty much we all go we're all tough creatures, you know, fucking we're fighters and everything, but mm. it does take a toll. 
you know. It, yeah. It, it, yeah. It's yeah. really tough. tough. Yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Things aren't that good over here in Melbourne, I tell you. But so yeah, with um with the personal life, I see Bundy touched on before. You and Lou were trying to smash out the Renos at the house. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it looks good. Bit of DIY. Yeah. How's that going? That's they reckon that's the number oh. one test of a relationship. <laughs> I think the first one is take them overseas for more than three weeks and see how that goes. And the next one is do yep. Renos. Yep. So how's the oh, Renos <laughs> coming? <laughs> so, yeah, test, test number two. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Test one tick, test two question mark. Um, no. <laughs> no. no, the Renos are going pretty well. So we've had a house here um, since we lived here last time. So it's, we've had it for nearly 10 years now. But um, coming back over, just again, after all of this stuff, like you just kind of want to just nest a little bit. So we've yeah. just gone, yeah, let's just get back into our place. Let's just, um, just make things as secure as you can for yourself. So um, we're just spending a bit of time just renewing the house because it's, you know, feeling a bit old now. So just uh, really enjoying just, you know, trying to get trying to get busy and trying to um, make myself useful, I guess, for the next little bit. <laughs> Whereabouts is that? Um, Whereabouts are you living? Just a suburb. Don't give us a little <laughs> Just a suburb. I did. What was that? Sorry, what was that? No one's going to come to Kubala, man. Oh, Kubala, <laughs> mate. It's another, another great Fremantle area. Yeah, nice place to the world. Yeah, but rough um, working class. No creative differences yet in the Renos. No, it, look, it's mostly been uh, me and my um, father-in-law at the moment this, at this stage. So I, I'm just, I'm, I'm good at taking direction at this point. I'm not, I'm not really uh, formatting anything. I'm just, just doing what I'm told exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, that, it, it, it's been wonderful catching up, Tiff. It, it's, it's great to see your face. <laughs> yeah, it's lovely to see you guys too. Hopefully in person sometime soon. Fingers crossed. Yeah, oh, uh, hopefully, cheers, hopefully soon we'll be able to see you as well. And hopefully you'll be able to get yeah. home. You know, that's my hometown. Perth is my hometown. So, you know, we'd love to go mm. home and visit the family. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's up, to, it's up to the uh, authorities to let us back in. Yeah. They couldn't organise a, <laughs> a drink in a brewery at the moment, those guys. But <laughs> Before you go, you want to give a shout out to your, um, for your gym, where, where it is, uh, the name of the gym, where it is and everything? Absolutely. Yep. Um, so, you know, big shout out to Gav to taking me in and um, taking me under his wing. Um, so down here at uh, G2G, Gav's Thai Boxing Gym in Myrie. Um, but obviously, you know, a big shout out to Superfight for anyone in Melbourne when you guys can train again. Like, come <laughs> oh, on. Well, we plug it. We plug it all the time. Don't worry about that. <laughs> and, sorry, um, just touching on that, Tiff. So you're doing PTs and you're, yeah. and you're coaching out of out of Gav's gym at the moment. Is that right? Yeah, so Gab's got me doing a couple of um, classes twice a week and, yeah, I'm doing some PTs out of here too, which has been really fun. I really love uh, getting involved in uh, passing on Muay Thai now. I, I really, you know, Muay Thai has had such a positive influence in my life that I just love sharing it with other people. So it, uh, it's really nice to get on the other side of the pads. Possibility down the road for maybe you to do your, to coach full time? That'd be awesome. Who knows, man? Who knows? I I'd love Muay Thai if I could if I can make some decent coin out of it. I would love to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This, this, that's a hard thing, though, isn't it? There's just there's not enough there's not enough money in Muay Thai. Um, people right. don't get. It's um, for the love, man. It really yeah. is for the love. Yeah. I've got a feeling this, this really sport's gonna explode. I think I've got a feeling this sport's gonna explode in this country. I really do, and I think I it's hope gonna. It does. It 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 it, it, it will with it, with it being an Olympic sport now. And and I, I do think it's going to become more mainstream, and a lot more people is going to uh, are going to uh, take it on board because it, it is a great sport. Look, yeah, the way you cool. talk about the sport, I mean, it's just the passion and your love for it. It's man, mm. it, it is it is a great. It, it brings people together. It's helped me. It's helped me a lot. So yeah, 
Yeah. All right, Tiff, Absolutely. once again, thank you so much for taking your time to talk to us. Lovely yeah. to speak to you. Put a smile mm-hmm. on everyone's face. Look at that smile. See? see. It's such an inspectious smile. <laughs> Lovely to speak to you guys too. The smile Can I just give one suggestion? Yes. One yes. suggestion. I want us to do an interview the interviewees. All right? We need to hear you the story of you guys That's as well. So, no, it's coming up. up. It's coming right. up. We had maybe, s- maybe you uh, can do well, the interviewing for us because you speak so well. I yeah. was going to say... I will be tuning in, so yeah, I, I would love that. No, Let's do watch it. this space. There, there is a there there, there is there one. Strike a chat exclusive. Yeah, we're we're um <laughs> we're, we're, we're we're putting a, a put, we're putting a big one together. But yeah, it, it's coming. <laughs> it is coming. Awesome. All right, Tiff, <laughs> be safe. Thank you so much again. Thank you very much, Tiff. Peace. Later. Yourself down there, guys. Peace. Take, Take care. Yeah. We'll just wrap it up here, though. You guys say bye. I'm just gonna wrap it up here. Back once again, thank you, Tiffy Lamb. Oh, yeah, God, we love you, man. How articulate her, man. I love the way she just breaks it down, mate. She loves made me feel story. silly just asking her questions because she was know. too smart for us. I know, <laughs> <laughs> but it was also a good beautiful to see her person face. inside yeah. and outside of the ring, you know. And it was good. I might just love the way she gets to know her story when she's when she's fighting. She's got that, she's got that smile, that real, like, yeah. And you can't, you can't help but help smile. It's like, um. When she comes out and then the whole crowd goes, hey, Tiff, and she's like, she'll come up real, real, you know, serious and then bang. It's like her face, yes. is like she hears, the, she hears the crowd and she's just like, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, she's one of those people that just enjoys herself in there, you know? Mm. And speaking about enjoying themselves in the ring, yeah. last night, the 5th of September over here in Melbourne, we finally got to see some uh, Victorian Muay Thai thanks to Sainaji and yes. the Rebellion team. We have Roots 15, no mm. more trouble. No, it wasn't no which more turned trouble. out to be a lot of trouble. No, <laughs> oh, well, you know, it's um, it's a good thing. There was some technical issues. Um, there was a few yeah. fights that I, I missed out on, but I, I ended up. It was a good thing they had replays, so I ended up, guys. If you if you missed out on the fights last night or missed out any of the fights, just go back and watch it. it, it it's there. It's it's up there now. To watch the replays, but yeah, I had to yeah. watch the replays. Yeah, all in all, videos. you know, yeah. all in all, it was a great a great display. It was good to see you know faces and. Uh, Shout out to my mate Matty Williams and uh, and TJ on the commentary team. They did an awesome job oh, too. It was good to hear they, their voices were, again. Yeah, they they do they normally do the um the commentary. Uh, or Timmy, or Timmy or TJ, he he bounces in and out of doing the um the MC. Okay, so he MCs yeah, for yeah. a lot of root shows. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, and then and uh, then smoking John John Demacoli. Who's you know the the best ring announcer in Australia? He'll do the rebellion. Yeah. But the, Maddie Williams has been Maddie Williams from the Boneyard down in Torquay. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, sorry, not the Boneyard Bones MMA. Now they changed changed the name. Yep. Um, yeah, he's been he's been on the commentary team for probably the last three or four years for the rebellion team. The one championship. A lot of the time he's joined. Sorry, mate. The one championship com- joined. Yeah. You oh, go, sorry, sorry. Yeah, you go. go. You go. No, no. Ready? See, this is the thing. A lot of the time, go. A lot of the time, a lot of the time, uh, he's you know Maddie Williams is joined by like Andy Parnham from yes. PTJ, or he's uh, they've had they've had Wayne Parr do the commentary, but he's he's really coming coming into his own as a commentator. Mm-hmm. Like he's 
And uh, big shout out to Maddie Wounds, man. Yeah. Lovely, lovely. Um, the one from she... the land of the long white cloud. No, another New Zealander, mate. That's the state of Australia, isn't it? <laughs> New Zealand. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the one championship uh, commentator, the Aussie bloke. Didn't he used to do the Muay Thai, the, 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 a lot of kickboxing? And the big... Ki- yeah, Michael Chevello. The Chevello. And the big kabooja. <laughs> I think he did... He were, I think he used to do power play shows yeah. over here. And uh, he did Evo and stuff like that as well. But even but uh, he's yeah, he's a worldwide uh, commentator now. Yeah, um, Joe Rogan loves him, mate. <laughs> Rogan gives yeah. him a big shout out all the time. But anyway, what impressed you the most of, uh, of Roots 15? Or who uh, you? Mate, to be honest, you know what was really impressive was the the first two or three fights Dude. were all debutantes. Fucking, I'm telling you now. Oh, go. <laughs> yeah, and just the standard that, that, that um, Victoria, I think particularly Victoria, produces for for, de- for debutantes mm-hmm. now is incredible, man. Like, you know, five, five, ten years ago, you saw debutants fight, and it was scrappy. You fucking, you know, it's just it was. It is, it is what it is. It was just a big fight. Mm. But, mate, some of these guys that were on last night were incredible. There was a guy from, um, Super oh Monster. god, I can't. It might have been, yeah, I think so. Super Nong. Super Nong. Uh, the young tattoo, tattoo kid. jeez, oh, I got. It. I should have had the fight card ready. Sorry, apologies. No, no. Kid. If you got the, can but you get the fight card in front of you? To get it now, we'll be able to fucking just get it now so we're not fucking ruining people's names. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. I'll get it too. Uh, Louis Babis, Jack Matthews. Jack Matthews, man, that kid was fucking brilliant. The first bloke. He, hey. he reminded me of bloody, um, that go. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Oh, you, oh, you go. You go. Talk about him. Um, do you know the one I'm talking about? Yeah, Jack Matthews in the first card. Are he. The one that won he'd it. Had a few, yeah, Jack Matthews. He'd had a few um, Vama fights, I'm pretty sure. Um, but he, yeah, like I said, for them to debut the way they did and to yeah. have, they had nice style, they weren't rushing, you know what I mean? They didn't beautiful come out like technique. bats out of hell. It was, yeah, beautiful, man. And credit to their coaches as yeah. well, you know, it's, like, it's, what gym obviously was he super from? Long, Sam, was he super long gym? Uh, eight blades. Or I something? think he was from Braveheart. Oh, was he? Well, he did it from Braveheart at Eight Blades. I have, I didn't take on, but like majority of the show last night was Dominance versus uh, Eight Blades or Braveheart. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> is that, do we only have two gyms in Victoria? <laughs> it was, you know, it is what it is. And I, I know. Them, I'm man, fucking you know? taking the fist, man. It was, it was quality fighting day, man. The, the um, yeah. The new, the, the up and coming power couple of uh, of Australian Muay Thai. It used to be um, the Pars, and now we've we've got uh, uh, O'Neill Otega and yeah. Tali Tali O'Neill and Tali. Yeah, O'Neill and Tali. Yeah, the new the new the new Muay Thai power couple in Australia. They are well, every state's got every state's got one. You know, like oh, really? uh, Wayne and Angie up there. Yeah, there was uh, Darren and Kaylee over in WA. Oh yes, of course. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, well, they're, they're, our, they're our Muay Thai couple. Yeah. And both of those were yeah. outstanding fighters as well, weren't they? I remember Charlie yeah. when I first started down at uh, Donnie. She was there. She was fucking Yeah, good. both products. Both products mm. are super fight, you know. As Don touched on in his yeah his uh, interview we did with him, he, he spent a lot of time with O'Neill. You know, O'Neill was pad holding and coaching there for a yeah. long time and, and I, went I, off and did his own thing. And he's 
he's not reaping the rewards now. He's got a lot of good fighters in that table. Good, and, and, they've, and they've all they're, they're all outstanding fight and really good techniques and fucking got good heads on their shoulders. Nice and calm, you know. It's a good environment down there mm-hmm. at uh, Dominant MMA in uh, Abbotsford. Um, I, I just want to touch back on Jack. He remind you know who he reminded me of? Him coming forward and just fucking wailing? Toby Smith. He looked a bit yeah. like a Toby Smith, mate. Well, you know, you might you might have predicted the future here because I think he was only quite a young fellow. He was only 21 he, or something like that. He's very young. But just the way he came through, those fucking those elbows, man, they were, they, were, they were beautiful. Anyway, all right. There was a lot of good fights, you know what I mean? And for, for what... For what we had the uh, options of choosing, mm. you know, could only stay in Victoria. There was no interstaters on it. Was it was a great card, you know? Like, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Timmy Newen in the yes. semi-main event. Yes, he's going to be some. He's going to be very, very good. He he fought on one of our guys uh, probably four years ago now, and just absolutely dismantled him. But just a lovely kid, great style, good heavy hands, mm. good Moy Mutt, good Moy Mutt style. But um, yeah. It was yeah. It was it was a it was a good even match fights as usual. There wasn't anything, you know. There wasn't any landslides or anything like that. But there, it, and it wasn't shit. There was no fucking. There was no shit fights. They were good quality. No. And I was like, there, ne- every, there the, never is. Yeah, I was getting excited in my room. Rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> if you can hear me. But then on to the uh, on to the big dance, the main event. Main event. River Daz and Alexi Petrullius. Yes. Beautiful fight. Really good fight. And credit to those boys you know like as we said it's very difficult to for them to have stayed ready for that long yeah but you know they did what they had to do uh river come away with the chockies would have liked to have seen a little bit little bit more in the clinch from alexi but you know it's a lot easier on my couch than it is in the ring (laughs) (laughs) a lot closer fight i reckon than what the judges scored it to which is yeah it is what it is but you know I, I dare say they'll meet again in the in the not too distant future. Mm-hmm. Both Victor- obviously Riven. both Victorians. Are they are they highly? If they if both any of them um, boys got any bouts? Yeah, yeah, many. Uh, Alexi might have been an Aussie champ, I think. He he won a few state titles. Uh, Rivers won heaps of, heaps of state titles too, and uh, he fought he fought for glory for a few years. He's um, they're both Good both point. very very well known in the. In the Australian community, like Rivers, thirty and zero now, so he's That's yet to be defeated. Career thirty and zero. Yeah, hasn't lost. Hasn't lost. Hasn't. Jesus. Hasn't fought. Um, I think Alexi was probably his biggest fight in Muay Thai, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm actually no, that's not right. But there's a there's yeah, I'd like to see him. Well, he he and Roy would have been a wonderful fight. Yes. But obviously, Roy's on the other side of the ropes now. It's both very quick and very technical, so it would have been good good to see that. Maybe Tum, hopefully Tum can fight, can fight River. Because now, you know, now he's he's taken out Alexi. He's going to be keep progressing higher and higher and higher. Yeah. Unbelievable talent, unbelievable skill, IQ. But it's just, yeah, the the future could be anything for him. How old is he? Oh, mid twenties. I'm not too sure. Yeah, mid twenties. Well, how long's been around for a few years? 
how long does a Muay Thai career go for? I mean, what's the normal age for a <laughs> well, for Depends where you start. You know, yeah, well, if these... you're in Thailand, like it's 30 20s. years. <laughs> you start when you're six and you're still fighting when you're 36, you know? <laughs> 30 fucking years career. So that, that, that's like that's why they rack up like fucking 600 fights, 500 fights. No, not that many. Well, that's, yeah, Super, super Dog. Super Dog from Braveheart, he's had 450 fights. You are fucking kidding me. <laughs> yeah. You are kidding me. And you know, he, he, fucking kidding. I played 400 games of cricket and it took me fucking yeah. 40 years to fucking lock, to clock that. <laughs> Man, these, they fight twice a week, you know what I mean? Sometimes <laughs> they fight fucking three, four times a week. They're crazy. Uh, 400 fucking. Yeah, 450. 450. There's a, there's a Thai fighter who lives in America now. Oh, I can't remember his name. He's had a thousand fights. A thousand, and then we, yeah. we uh, you know, I look up to fighters. You know, I, I look at, I look at um, um, Roy. You know, and, and his fighting career, and he's had sixty fights, and I think that's a fucking great career. But these guys have had thousands of fights, four hundred and fifty fights. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous, mate. But it has been a good episode. It's been good to catch up, and it was fucking really good to chat with um with uh with Tiff, as well. Um, unbelievable, mm-hmm. great. Um, like I said, you know, we've touched on it, man. I'm enjoying the process. Yeah, it's so good to get an insight into into these fighters' lives. You know, just their normal yeah. everyday livelihood, and and you know, learn some things that you probably people didn't know or wouldn't have even thought to have you know would have crossed their minds. So mm. it's. It's been a really cool process, man. I've enjoyed it so much, and I look forward to a, to our next guest as well, which will be another great show. You know, it could be anything, mate. We could have anything coming <laughs> up, mate. It's all about it's uh, it's all about getting the characters of Muay Thai of Australian Muay Thai on. The element it's of surprise. It's the element of surprise. We could have we could have a promoter. We could have a world champion. We could have we could have the goat of of Australian Muay Thai. You never know, but until we do. But first, mate, I just want to give a shout out to also to a guy. I'm using his music this in, in this episode. It's called Hard Pills by Chris Gondenez. I met the, I met Chris. He's a good mate of mine. I met him at Tiger Muay Thai when I was there. Oh yeah. He's a boy from um, he's a he's a boy from California. Um, he was yep. uh, he did uh, did he's a jiu-jitsu guy. He did the, he did the MMA and the Muay Thai when I was there. I just hung out with him for about three weeks and uh, yeah, and he showed me some of his music and I said, mate, can I use some of your music on the uh, podcast guest, mate? Go for it. So yeah, have a listen. It's a, awesome. it's a pretty good track. Uh, go grab it. His name's Chris, Chris Gondenez and uh, it's called Hard Pills. All right, but Beautiful. but thanks anyway, man. Um, thanks for tuning in to Striker Chat and don't forget to like, subscribe and leave a review on Spotify iTunes and SoundCloud and follow us on Facebook, Instagram and TikTok. It's not the TikTok, I know, bro. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, just jump on those jump on those socials, mate, and give us a give us a holler. But until next week, guys, stay safe, strikers. Peace. Peace. Right. <laughs> we gotta get, Beautiful. We gotta get, see, that's it. No, I don't like the fucking Zoom. It's just, it didn't, it didn't feel, I couldn't feel, I didn't feel it then. Did you? Yeah. No, really, you, I felt you, myself you, going off. Were you trying to like, were you, yeah, were you trying to like, I was trying to like fucking pull shit out of me and I couldn't do it. Yeah. Well, it's not, it's not as good. I don't like it. No, I don't like it. Um, yeah. 
We don't have control on decisions that people make, but we have control of how we react to those decisions. See you all next week, Strikers.